Hey everyone, welcome to Buzzing About Romance, a quick shot of romance. I am Becky, and I am joined for this episode by Lindsay. Hi, Lindsay. Hi. Um, I am so excited that you were willing to read this book because this book is one of my all-time favorite sports romance rom-coms. Yeah, I love Emma Hart, so anytime, anytime it's an Emma Hart book, I'm very excited about it. I had not read this one yet. Um, I'd read a lot of her books, but not this one. This is one so of my I'm favorites. Really excited. I feel like we're going to have to do Catastrophe Queen because that's my second favorite book by her. Yes, we should. I love Catastrophe Queen. Um, <laughs> so on this episode of A Quick Shot of Romance, uh, Lindsay and I are reviewing Four Day Fling by Emma Hart. This is a complete standalone romance. And I was so sad at the end of this book that it didn't spin off to anybody else. Yeah, I was bummed about that too. She's not, it's not uncommon for her to set up her standalone so that like you'll later get a series with some of the characters that pop up or something like this. But I think this is one of the ones that's like entirely standalone. You don't get anything from the side character. I wanted the best friend to get a book. I feel like she needed an ATA. So Emma Hart, if you're listening to this, we'd really like the best friend to get a book. (laughs) Yeah, I thought that would have been really awesome too, because she's adorable. (laughs) <laughs> super normal um so we'll link the synopsis of this book on our on the shelf show notes at buzzingaboutromance.com release date for this book is july 24th 2018 and it a thousand percent holds up it holds up into the current hockey sports romance craze that is happening in our community um tropes fake relationship one night stand sports romance rom-com did i miss anything um, I don't think so. Uh, this is a complete standalone. It is dual first person. Put out percentage was 12%, but it does start the morning after a one night stand. I love the start to this book. She is like such a little creeper at the start of the book. Like, so freaking anxious. She's an anxious creeper. <laughs> yeah, she's trying to figure out like, oh my gosh. This is a great segue into like Poppy entirely, but I'm just going to highlight like how this book starts off. So Poppy, it's after the, the one night stand. They've already been together and she's sitting there trying to figure out what to put into a note to get him to be her date to her sister's wedding um, without sounding like a creeper. And then he wakes up and is like, yeah, you should not leave that kind of note. Like, that's ridiculous. Like, that would make me sound well, like I would never want to be around you again because that's insane. But he does and wake they, up with, like before he opens his eyes. He says, are you going to keep standing there staring at me? And she's like, what? What? I wasn't. He's like, yes, you are. He's like totally creeping. It's so funny. It is the it's- perfect opening. Like, it is rom-com without a meet cute. But the morning after meet cute is perfection. It really is. And that's like really the catalyst for the story. So I love that that's like where we first meet Poppy and him. Because like there's so much in that scene that gives away like their personality and insight into who they are that carries out through the entire book. Yeah. And it's just so funny. Like he makes her breakfast they talk about the wedding scene and he's like, so like, will we get to keep having sex while we're on this <laughs> little adventure, this four day adventure? And she's like, wait, you're seriously considering this? But it was and- also funny when he meets the roommate for the first time and she's like, I hear you make a mean omelet. 
<laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, that's like a thing between them because her roommate's like, wait, he, he has a nice house. Like he makes an omelet. Like, or you need to marry this guy. And she's like, it was a one night stand and now he's my fake date. <laughs> it's so funny. So the audiobook narrators for this uh, book were Nelson Hobbs and Melissa Moran. And I loved the audiobook. I thought it was really well done. Um, I will say, so the next question we always say is, is there a third act breakup? And I say yes, because it was the end. It wasn't really a breakup so much as they had an agreed upon time that they were going to be together. So I don't know if this counts as more of a dark moment that isn't a breakup, which we need for an upcoming episode. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know, because I feel like I feel like there's so many factors, especially with him being a hockey player. Like hockey is what ultimately takes him away at the end. And they agreed on how things would end. And they were both like very low drama about the situation. And then, you know what I really like? I hope this isn't a spoiler, but her, her dad, the role that he plays in bringing them back together is just the most adorable thing. Like, he makes up for all the hell that her mom puts her through. Her mother be crazy. Her, her mother is insane. Okay, so so our hero's name is Adam Winter. Adam is the captain of a, the winning hockey team out of Orlando. He His team has just won the Stanley Cup. He has all of these awards and sponsorships from being this outstanding player. Poppy is the um, quirky youngest daughter of a family of overachievers. Um, red hair, pale skin, adorable. Um, she's a waitress by day and an artist in her dreams because she doesn't have the guts to go out full time and be an artist. She and Adam meet in a one night stand. The book starts right after the one night stand. She has to go to Key West to her sister's four day destination extravaganza of a wedding that's the only way you can describe this and she does not know who adam is she just knows him as the guy she met in the bar and had a one night stand with come to find out she gets to the family wedding adam has agreed to go to the wedding with her she gets to the family wedding her sister's her sister like has, is like one minute she's sane and the next minute she's insane. Like It's like flip a quarter and you're not sure who you're going to get kind of crazy in this family, right? Yeah. And I think a little bit, a bit of that is their mom. Their mom drives both of the girls nuts. Oh, yeah. Um, but so Adam finally shows up because he has to come a little later than Poppy. And he shows up. And as she's introducing him to the family, the family's hockey crazed. They know exactly who he is. And the interaction between him and her nephew, I about died when he like his eyes get big and he freaks out and hides because that's his hero. Yeah. And like Poppy is just kind of like, you didn't tell me at all to be prepared for this. Like... He, there's no way he went to that wedding thinking nobody was going to know who he was. Well, so he pulled a fast, it was kind of like a fast one he pulled on Poppy there because she, I wouldn't say she got catfished, but she definitely did not know what she'd gotten herself into with that. 
she did. It also felt kind of like a little bit of a test. Like, how much did she have to drink and not know who I was? And the morning <laughs> after, does, is she playing me? Does she know I'm famous? Because, you know, he is a as a character shares that he's been used for his status used for his wealth. And so he's always very cautious when he engages with, um, with different women because of this. Yeah. And that was one of the initial attraction points for him and Poppy too, is that she had no idea who he was. Um, and yeah, he probably thought it was the alcohol. Yeah. Because when you're, that big of a star like how do people in your town not know who you are (laughs) um this book is packed full of so many fun dynamic side characters you have poppy's roommate and best friend her sister then there is her mother who is cuckoo for cocoa puffs like the crazy mother of the bride but Adam just charms her, just charms her. She also charms him, I think, because he's like getting a total kick out of her t-shirts. Like she's, she like Isn't she went the on their, their one night, like they, their one night stand, like she's got this ridiculous t-shirt and then she lets him know that she's got a whole collection of these t-shirts. And then throughout the story, you get to see them. Yeah. So funny, like his reaction. Well, the, the banter between funny. her and her sister. I think that's one of the things that's top notch in this book, is the banter. The banter, not just between Adam and Puppy, but the banter between all the characters. Like it just moves and propels the story forward. So if you like a heavy, funny, quirky banter type romance, this one is perfect. Yeah, and there's a lot of cute little scenes that are just funny. Well, like when the sister comes running in and is wearing the pizza t-shirt, like you're the pizza of my eye or something, and Poppy's already trying to calculate how she can steal that from her sister. And she's like, I'll protect you from mom, but I get the (laughs) t-shirt. Yeah. One of my favorite moments is like the strawberry rhubarb drink, like when they're testing the cocktails and Poppy is like, oh my gosh, this is disgusting. And she's wearing her not today. It's not today Satan t-shirt. Yeah. And her mom is like, Poppy, like this is inappropriate. And then she's not behaving appropriately because of her reaction to the drink. And then her mom tries it and her mom is like, that is absolutely terrible. And she like gets up and goes storms off to like get new drinks for them. There's little moments where it's like, even though they're like head to head, like those little interactions are cute. (laughs) So funny. Um, I think one of my all time favorite scenes in this entire book is Grandpa in the strip club. (laughs) And, you know, it's really funny. I think so for sometimes for a rom-com, they're just fun and quirky and we don't always get tons of character depth. I think we do get a ton of character depth in this book, particularly for Poppy, because she discounts her worth, it feels like, at every turn. But it's not like, she's not like, oh, I'm nothing. She just doesn't think she's as important or as needed in the family, that she's just along for the ride. And that her contributions into the family are minimal. Except at every turn, everybody is turning to her to fix all the problems. Yeah. But then after she fixes it, like, I think a lot of it comes from her relationship with her mom because her mom contributes a lot to making her feel inferior. Like, 
are you still like there's this comment her mom makes about like whether or not she's still doing her art thing and they talk down to her about the things she's passionate about and it's just kind of hard like it's a little bit heartbreaking because you definitely can see like she, she starts out at the beginning of the story telling you like all these clumsy misfortunate moments she's had in her life like to kind of give you an idea with like how just unlucky she's been and then on top of like being generally unlucky she has like this major influence in her life just constantly making her feel like she's not enough and it's kind of sad it was sad and it and there were times my heart broke for her you know I just I really did have moments where I wanted to reach out and hug her but really Adam was there doing that work he was doing the work of helping to build her up and showing her how amazing um she was and at every turn he was like I think you're more than just this person. I think you have so much more to give. Yeah, he's really a sweetheart. Um, And that was part of why they, like, their relationship worked out. Like, the fake relationship worked out because over the course of it, like, Poppy's in multiple situations where she has to be vulnerable, where he gets to see her in, like, not necessarily, like, dark moments, but definitely hard for her moments where you can't just, like, hide when those things are happening and he's right there witnessing it and then he talks to her about it and like that's it creates like such a nice foundation for a healthy relationship and I think like sometimes in rom-com like they focus too much on the situation instead of like building any kind of actual foundation for the characters to have a you know solid HEA and there's no like there's no doubt by the time you get to the end of this book that they are meant to be together um and it just has like it's a short book it's a really quick read too super quick read but so fun and the banter just makes it go faster and um but there's a scene with grandpa and the strip club grandpa's yell at the airport yelling at people to because he lost his luggage which it's not really lost you just got to go get it off the um the turntable thing um but uh he wants to go to the strip club and Poppy gets is on the phone with her dad, which again, dad, why can't you handle grandpa? But nobody can seem to handle grandpa, but Poppy. And she goes into this whole conversation of all the things she will do to him. If he tries to go to the strip club. <laughs> and I'm like, it's okay. So <laughs> it was so funny. Um, there's also a really sweet part with the chicken and the strawberries, which sounds really weird. Um, but there's some things happening in the wedding where little pieces are falling apart, right? And yeah. who does everybody run to to fix them but Poppy? And again, it shows that she really is the glue. She's the solid foundation holding the shit show of a family together. She is. She like figures, she goes to like every grocery store in Key West to get like $200 worth of strawberries. So, <laughs> so that the wedding is like perfect for her sister. Yeah. Oh, there was such a funny scene where she's like, you know, the security guard in uh, Publix is uh, following me around. I think they are on to me (laughs) trying to buy all the strawberries. Um, The one thing I will say about this book each and every time is it was absolute snark and sarcasm. Like if you like a funny snarky heroine, then you should read Four Day Fling. Um, 
also like there's not a ton of sports romance so if you're kind of bored with sports romance and you're not sure if it's you want the sports vibes, but you don't want all the sports, sportsy sports stuff. This is a great book for that, too. I think it's a happy medium. Yeah, and I think, like, part of it is more of, like, the behind-the-scenes sports stuff. Because they do talk about, like, his schedule. And Poppy's like, yeah, I don't want to do that deal. Like, that's not for me. I need somebody who's here to be in a relationship. And that's one of the reasons why they wind up, you know, not ending after four days. Yeah. <laughs> But then, like, they, so they do talk about that. And, like, that is a factor. Like, that's a serious factor for why they don't work out. And I like that because it is, like, it's something that has to be weighed and discussed. And I just thought, like, there's a lot of care to, like, the behind the scenes sports. But you don't get, like, um, ice time. Like, he's, you know, he's got sponsorship deals and, like, meetings with his manager and whatnot that he's going like off-season stuff but then when he's like actually talking about the requirements like of his job with her and candid detail it's not like he's actually going off now to do that like it's later in the book that you get to see that and it's really glossed over so it's like almost sports adjacent yeah i agree um okay I think you should read Four Day Fling. I really liked it. Lindsay really liked it. So it should be on everybody's TBR now, right? Completely. It's so funny. <laughs> um, also, I do think Adam Winters was one of my very first sports hockey book boyfriends that I drafted against Heather in our 2021 hockey sports draft that we did. He's I, an excellent choice. I licked him first. He's mine completely fair just saying um do you have a book you think we should review for a quick shot of romance send us an email at the bees at bookcase and bookcase and coffee.com and we will add it to our tbrs um lindsay thanks so much for hanging out with me and talking four day fling thanks for reading it i loved it thank you <laughs> i feel like it's one of those books i've been yelling about like since day one that more people should be reading so yeah anyway. and i'll always read an emma hart like i just love her <laughs> Um, until next time, everyone, happy reading. Find us on Instagram at Buzzing About Romance or on Twitter at Buzzing Romance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes. 